Did you call bank? I call game. <laughs> Welcome back to Calling Bank. It is very soon to the NBA season starting. I can smell it. I don't know about you. It's there. It's, it's so close. We've, we've already started preseason, so we've had the absolute horse poo games. That is the preseasons, like Shanghai versus Houston with Jimmer Fadette. Uh, which, starring for Shanghai. Starring for Shanghai. Um, and what's more, this week we're going to speak all about season previews. We've picked a couple of teams each, and we're going to speak about who is their best player, who is their rising star, and how many wins we think they're going to have. Because it's heating up. The NBA season, we had media day just a couple of weeks ago. It's so happening. everything's happening. Well, I'm, look, we've just gone through the World Cup. Yeah, we did. As per our last episode. And mm-hmm. now, I mean, it's been, it means there's been no off-season, Harry. There's no off-season for us. There's no off-season for the, uh, well, some of the NBA players. I mean, July and August was very off-season. September also predominantly off-season. I was working hard, Harry, during doesn't that matter. time. I don't it know what matter. everyone else was doing. It's back. It's back, baby. Uh, 22nd of October could not come soon enough. I think it might even be the 23rd because of time differences. Whatever it may be, let's crack into it with our season previews. Will, do you want to start us off? Which team have you chosen? I'll start with Portland, Harry. <laughs> of course. What a surprise. You chose Portland. Yeah. I, yeah, okay. I have some thoughts on Portland, but you you go. I just wanted to go through kind of, if people haven't been aware of the kind of the transition Portland's yep. gone through this year. I think this year is going to be a really interesting one because yep. you've kept the, the best backcourt in the NBA as rated by Bleacher Report. Thank you, Bleacher Report. Uh, I disagree with that. in the NBA. Like, active? Because that's true. Active. active. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know. James Harden and Russell Westbrook. will get there, because I'm doing the Rockets. Thanks. Okay. And I'll, and I'll mention that later. And also, when Clay's healthy, Clay and Steph are better than Damon CJ. Let's, at the moment, Harry, the healthiest backcourt and okay. best backcourt is for the Portland Trailblazers. But effectively, they've rebuilt the team mm. because they've said, we've reached our ceiling. West Conference Finals last year, great to get there. You know, beating the Nuggets, beating a broken OKC team, really. Yeah, very broken. And the way that they were constructed and Paul George's injury. I think what they've done is they haven't rested on their laurels, which I really like. And they've tried to reconstruct on the fly with some of the trades and some of the players that we've lost, I'm okay with. Let's just go quickly through with the outs. Yeah. Alfred Camino, Seth Curry. Alfred Camino was absolute trash in the playoffs. Couldn't play. He could. He was can't play Alfred Camino. Farouk. Yeah. Seth Curry, who I thought was excellent in the playoffs, he will be a great signing for Dallas, I think. Yeah. And he'll I'm be a great backup. I'm, I'm sad that we lost him, but we couldn't afford him. Enos Cantor, again, great in the playoffs, but but by the time you get to the Warriors, couldn't play. Yeah. Also, when Nurkic comes back, you don't need Enos. He'd be on the bench anyway. Yeah. Jake Lehman, who had a good regular season, but then kind of the, after the All-Star break went missing. Evan Turner, no the most loss. controversial player. No great, no great loss. Had one great game. That game six or seven in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Everyone was like, he's back. And they're like, well, actually, he just went to the free throw line. That was kind of it. And that was a one game. He literally had two points, two points, two points, two points, two points, <laughs> and one game, 14 points. Um, Mo Harkless, who is probably, from my mind, the biggest loss out of all of them. Yeah, he went to Orlando, didn't he? No, he's at the Clippers. He's at the... Oh, Alfred Camino went to Orlando. Orlando I correct. always get them confused. And Myers Leonard. both useless. Myers Leonard, I think, was sad to see go. He got traded to Miami, didn't Miami, he? As part of yeah. the white side trade. And we'll get there. Inns, Rodney Hood re-signed, which I thought was one I of the best, great. best contracts in the NBA. I mean, Kim, he won't be as good as he was in Utah, ever. But he was great in that final he series. He was great in the final series. Ken Bazemore, who I think had an down year last year, but I think can be a, is a better player than Evan Turner, who we traded for. Yeah. Hassan Whiteside traded for Harkless and Leonard. That's a gamble, 
but it's a gamble but it was necessary because you don't have a center otherwise exactly well unless Zach Collins and doesn't get fouled out some so. of the free agent pickups Tolliver Mario Hazonia I like Anthony and, Tolliver and Pau Gasol Obviously, I love Pau Gasol. He's the best player in the NBA. Yep. But Anthony Tolliver is actually a good pickup. He was okay in the Timberwolves and okay in Detroit. I like this team in the way that... The, I mean, if we look at the rotations, obviously, you've got Lillard McCollum starting still. I think Hood starts at small forward. Then you've got Zach Collins and Whiteside. Collins will be the starting power forward, which is probably the one area of weakness because he really needs to step, step up this year. Yeah. And he was close for me as being a breakout star in my pick, but... He isn't, and I'll get to the who he is. In the bench, you've got Anthony Simmons, Bazemore. Who could be a breakout star. He is my breakout star, and I'll get there. Yeah. Kent Bazemore, Hazonia, Tolliver, Gasol. And then when Nurkic comes back, you've got Nurkic instead of Gasol, really. I like this team. I, I like what it's they've done here. It's a weird construction. I like what they've done here. The biggest the player to watch for me this year is not going to be the backcourt. It's Whiteside. Mm. Here's the key to how we go this year. Because if he buys in and can go back to what he was two years ago, two years ago, 17 points a game, 14 rebounds per game. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, even last year, it was a down year. He still got 13 points, 11 rebounds, two blocks. If he can key in and do what Enos did. When Enos came to Portland, he was broken. No one wanted him. And he had a great second half of the year. If he can have a great year, he's in the last year of his four-year $98 million contract. This is a year for him to step up. Oh, he's got to think... prove it to get a contract in the offseason. Exactly right. I think also with Hassan, though, the issue you have is he's, not a, he's a traditional big man, which doesn't work. Uh, where does the threes come from when you have your backcourt off? Kemp Bazemore? Hood. Hood. I mean, he's not a reliable three-point shooter. He's decent. He suits a decent clip. He's better than what Harkless was, and he's better than Al Farouk. Yeah. And then Collins has shown some potential there. But yeah. he needs to really show it more regularly. And then you can also throw in a Tolliver if, you, if Collins isn't shooting it, who is known as a th- more of a three-point shooter. Yeah. Like, I think there's enough here that, especially when Nurkic comes back, to have Whiteside come off the bench there yeah, that's would be good. really nice. I wonder how he'll take that, though. Probably not well. Well, we'll see. And I don't think Nurkic will be back until the latter half of the year anyway, and he might just come off the bench. Yeah. Um, the breakout star for me is the guy that I think everyone should be watching this year. And, like... For you guys doing fantasy, I think this is a dark horse. Like, if you're in the later rounds of the picks mm. and you're just in one of those really deep ones, drafts, I would 100% pick this guy up. Simmons will be a back, the backup point guard slash shooting guard for this team. He will get it probably about 20, 25 minutes a game. He only played 20 games last year, but if anyone watched the last game of the season last year, regular season against Sacramento, yeah. he scored 37 points, 6 rebounds and 9 assists. He was the first Trailblazer rookie to score more than 30 points since Damian Lillard. Yeah, I was going to say, this is his sophomore year as well. So you expect a big jump in the sophomore year. It's make or break for Anthony Simmons. Well, he didn't play that much last year, but Mm. I think he came in in as like an undersized 18-year-old. Yeah. Built up, got stronger. People have been raving about it. Had a Christoph Porzingis type of offseason where he just bulked up and Luca looking good, looking buff. Looking swole for Um, the Dallas people. I don't think... I don't think he's a hidden gem. I think people know about Anthony Simmons. I think people are aware that he should be making a leap this season. Oh, he'll make a leap. It's the extent of that leap. Yeah. And I'm saying... I'm not saying sixth man a year potential. No, I don't want to go that far. He's no Lou Williams. No, exactly. But Lou Williams Jr. I think he'll have a much... Okay. He'll have a big impact this year. In terms of wins, I have gone with 50, which is less than last year. But the only reason I'm saying less than last year is because the Lakers and Clippers are a lot better. Mm. Um, but I still think they're a playoff team. They'll yeah. probably be probably in the five to eight range, maybe f- three, four. I mean, we've got them third the last two years in a row. 
this team. Yeah, but last year was a goddamn fluke for getting they, third. They that was still seen. Got that, yeah, that's true. So who knows? But I've got them down as 50 wins. Yeah, fair call. At least. Uh, interesting to see how they go. I think they will bow out in the second round once again. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, the t- one of the teams that I picked that might make the playoffs is the Sacramento Kings. So they added a, a lot of... They did weird moves in the offseason. Really weird moves. So they, we talked about some of these before. We have spoken about most of these before. They just took a lot of, a lot of veterans and paid them a decent amount of money. So Dwayne Dedman, Rashawn Holmes, Corey Joseph, Trevor Ariza... People that are quite old in the league, they re-signed Harrison Barnes uh, for an obscene contract. for a very big contract, which is weird because their players are not, none of these players are important, pretty much at all. I mean, there's two sides to this. If you're yeah. Sacramento, you can't really attract talents. You need to overpay. But you're like, overpaying for Corey. I love Corey Joseph, but you don't overpay Corey Joseph or Trevor Ariza. Yeah, Trevor Ariza. Like that was a terrible signing. I mean, it's only a two-year deal. Deadman, I like. Deadman, I like is like a. Th- you can shoot threes at the center position, which I think will suit kind of the Sacramento style of play. I think they'll be a really fun team to watch. They're a league pass team, without a doubt. Yeah. But their best players are none of the players I just mentioned. Their best players are their three young guys. De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Who all start? I don't know, actually. Uh, They should... But probably not. Also, Mavley, Marvin Bagley the second as well. Um, he's meant to, like this. Realistically, those should be four of your five starters. Yep. And then you have Dwayne Dedman as your center. Because at the end of the day, what's the aim of the Sacramento Kings? They, they should be developing their youth. Realistically, they're not going to make the playoffs. They might, but it's unlikely. Eighth seed. It's them, eighth it's seed, them and the Warriors. Eighth seed at best. You yeah. know, And Warriors, I think, are a better team than them. So they should be developing their young guys. Bogdan Bogdanovic was obscene. We spoke about him in the last episode. Yeah. He was insane in the, uh, in the FIBA World Cup. Yeah. Shooting like 50% from three. 53% from three. He, he's great. Buddy Hild, I think, is actually their best player. Um, he's shooting at, at 43% from three. 20.7 points per game, five rebounds, two and a half assists. He's their go-to scorer. Mm. Without a doubt, Darren Fox is their general. He commands the floor and he does it. And it'll be great to have Corey Joseph mentoring him. I think that's a great fit. But at the end of the day, if you look for your star and the person that's going to be hitting that game-winning shot, it's definitely Buddy Hield. Mm. And I think he has improved so much. And if he can just up his defense just a little bit more through effort, just effort alone... He's 25-26. I don't know how much more development he's going to do that. That's the only Yeah, but he's only been in the league for, what, three, four years? I think it's his fourth year, yeah. So I think there is a next level he can go to. I think he can be a 25 points per game type of player. And if he pairs that with some good defense, he could be he could be a perennial all-star. So in my mind, it's going to be unfortunate because I think Bogdanovich is the one who's going to actually be on the bench. I think the yeah. way they'll go, they'll have Fox, they'll have um, Heald, Heald, they'll have Barnes, Bagley, and then Denton. Yeah, because you've got to have ba- Barnes with the amount you're paying him. He's but start, Bogdanovich, I think, has more, just so much more um, upside. Mm. I think he, he's going to be a fantastic player. He was 14 points per game last season, three and a half rebounds, 3.8 assists. They've got some depth in there. They do look, have a lot of depth. You've got, you've got Corey Joseph there, then you'll have Bogdanovich, then you'll have um, Ariza, yeah. even though it's old man Ariza. Um, Rashawn Holmes coming off the bench. Like They've got some depth in this team. They do. And if they weren't in the West and they were in the East, they were a playoff. Oh, 100%. They definitely beat Detroit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think their breakout star is Bogdanovich. I think at the end of the day, if he gets more minutes, he was phenomenal last season. I think he can take a leap. He might even be in contention for sixth man of the year. 
because if he can take that leap and be essentially their second best scorer behind Buddy Hill, Williams esque. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think they could go to him in late game situations over Harrison Barnes. I could see this team making playoffs. They I could. could. They could. I could. But if they're making the playoffs, then you play more veterans, which is probably not in their. It's probably not in the interest of Vlad Divac long term. Mm. Realistically, um, De'Aaron Fox is also just a phenomenal. I love De'Aaron Fox. He was on my fantasy team last year. He's a 17 points per game, 7.3 assists, 3.8 rebounds, and 1.6 steals. He sets a fast pace, which works very well with their new coach. Let's just talk about not his personal life, but just basketball. Luke Walton, who plays a very fast game, hosting up three games. When you've got Buddy Heald, you've got De'Aaron Fox, who's pushing the pace, and you've got Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like, that is a lot of threes. That's a lot of pace. It works perfectly with Luke Walton. And I think he's, he's going to be a perfect fit for this scheme. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to watching this. Team. I think they... If you don't have them on League Pass, get them. Yeah. Because I've got a couple of League Pass teams because I think I'm just obsessed with Sacramento and Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. There's a little bit of bias. I really like them. I think they're really fun teams to watch. But I don't know if they make the eight. I think they end up being 41 and 41, which ironically will not be enough for playoffs in the West. If they make it, they scrape in an eighth. Yep. I if agree that. With that. I agree with that. But they don't go further than that. I agree with that. Um, I'm going to talk about Houston. Talk about Houston. And you know, I'm giving a um, shout out to Luke Sewell here in this podcast because I asked Luke earlier today, I said, Luke, which team do you want me to talk about? I was going to talk about the Pelicans and he said, I want to hear about your Rockets. And we can't do all the league pass teams. We We've, got to do... We've got to do... Houston teams. Rockets is, devi- is divisive, I think. Oh, it is very divisive and I think that's why I want to talk about them. Mm. So let's just talk about out, outs and ins. Yeah. Chris Paul is the biggest out. They lost Chris Paul? Yeah. Where did he go? Don't tell me he went back to the Hornets. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? Or did he go to Miami finally? Yeah. Um, okay, see. Okay, see. Yeah, no, I'm aware. <laughs> Uh, Kenneth Fareed, Iman Shumpert. Where did Kenneth Fareed go? Nowhere. Not signed. He's not signed? No. And Iman Shumpert, also not signed? No. And Vincent Edwards. The ends, Russell Westbrook, obviously. The big one. Tyson Chandler. Weird. Ben McElmore. Thubbus Cephalosha. Ryan Anderson is back as of two days ago. Really? He's back on a minimum contract. Oh, my God. Yeah. They just want a three-point shooter who's not going to play any minutes. I guess so. Why did they sign him? Just re-sign Iman Shumpert. Austin Rivers resigned. Also, just quickly, I like Tyson Chandler. He came into the Lakers and they won He's that game. Old man. But he can't play more than 10 minutes. No. Austin Rivers, Nene resigned, Daniel House Jr. resigned, and Gerald Green resigned. Yeah. My starting team for this team mm. Westbrook, mm. Harden, Gordon, PJ Tucker, Clint Capella. Not a bad starting five. Yeah, but terrible if you're playing the Clippers. Exactly. <laughs> get there. Yeah. Bench of Austin Rivers. All the, all the Lakers, but yeah. Gerald Green. Um, Daniel House Jr Cephalosha and Chandler and then you've just got like Anthony Bennett and Anderson and Anthony Nene. Bennett my goodness no, but that, wasn't that, he let's in not China for about, a bit let's not talk about that that's kind of my like if you're going to go through they've a got a deep rotation. team they've actually got a really deep team I actually like the Thabo Cephalosha pickup yeah. besides his like armed robbery or whatever he got charged with um, I think sure he's he actually a decent player he was decent in Utah he was back in the day he was um, my player to watch is obviously Russell Westbrook yeah. for this team. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, okay. curious, I'm curious to hear what you think, how this will go, because okay. I think Luke, and again, shout out to him, his view of this, and I think a lot of people share his view, is that it's going to be great because Russ is just going to be the facilitator. Harden's going to go back to more of a shooting guard role, but... I don't know if you know Paul George. Quite a good shooter. I don't yes. know if you saw how many bricks that 
Russell Westbrook did last season. Granted, okay, granted he's got Eric Gordon. He's got more shooters around him, without a doubt. But... Okay, so he was one of the worst three-point shooting teams last year. That's not on Russ. Well, that's partly that on is Russ. Part of, he's, still, he's still Russell Westbrook, so he's still going to take a shit ton of shots. And they're not going to be good shots. They're still going to be bad shots. And yet he's still going to be trying to get a triple-double every game. I actually don't think he's going to work with Harden. Because I think at the end of the day, Russ will see a clogged paint and he'll go, you know what I'll do? I'll drive it through the clogged paint because that's what I always do. Or you know what I'll do? I'll take a ghastly three. You know what? I'm going to give Houston a bit of credit this year. Yeah. And I'm going to give Russ a bit of credit. I don't think he's been coached by someone like a Mike D'Antoni before. True. It's the first year out of OKC and Thunder. And you know what? And the Seattle Sounders. This is not his team. Mm. He's going to a different setup. Before that was his team. He had to be the guy. He's not the guy here. So really what he has to do is fall under what the Harden thing is. The threes and the layups. Now, the layups part, he's one of the best in the league still yeah, in my mind well. he does to, to, get, well. to get into the, to into the paint and get those layups. The threes, he's got to keep kicking them out. He can't be shooting those threes. He shot 29% from three. I think what D'Antoni tells him is you're shooting less threes. Just drive. Drive and kick. But you know what the issue is with him? And it's the same issue they have with Ben Simmons. You have the defense lagging off him because they're like, he's not going to shoot those threes because he's not going to make it anyway. So even if he drives in and kicks it out, like they know the play. I think it's the, the same, it's the same issue with Ben Simmons. It's, it's like part. no one's going to sh- defend him on the three-point line and you need space for Gordon and you need space for Austin Rivers, Gerald Green, and of course Harden. Mm. And I think when you have Russ, same way with Simmons, it just clogs things. Yeah. At the end of the day, they are two, even though ESPN doesn't agree, I think Russell Westbrook is still a top 10 player. They have two of the top 10 players in the league. This was Bleacher Report rated them, and I'm quoting Bleacher Report again, the third best backcourt. Who's the above them? I think Damian was, Lillard. And, Damian Lillard, and, and I think it was um, Stephen Clay. Stephen Clay. Clay's injured, so it doesn't yeah. even count. Yeah. I think that will be fantastic. I do not see, I see Russell Westbrook's numbers dropping a lot. Same as... He won't get, I, I'll make a thing with you right now. Mm. I don't think he'll average a triple-double this year. No, he can't. Because Capella will not allow... Capella won't do what Stephen Adams did. Stephen Adams, no. uh, he'll be amazing on fantasy this year, brother. Stephen, Stephen Adams, Adams, he'll be a 20 and 10 player. Oh, he'll, he'll get the 20 rebounds 20 and 15, again. probably. Exactly. He'll get rebounds again. Capella won't allow him to do that. No. I think the D'Antoni system doesn't mean he can do this. I think for him, he just needs to shoot the ball less. If he shoots yeah. the ball less, this works. He needs he to be more the general. Yes. He needs to be a proper point guard and shoot less. Because at the end of the day, James Harden plays a lot of ISO as well. Exactly. And we thought with Chris Paul, when he kicks it out, like that creates a lot more space for James Harden. Because Chris Paul can create his own shot and hit jump shots, where Russell Westbrook... Can't. Can't. So I think that could be problematic. I actually think Chris Paul actually suits him better, mm. James Harden, technically, than a player like Russell Westbrook does. I don't know if it's going to work. I still reckon they end up top four because those two players are too good to not end up in like a top four they've seed. They've got a decent starting five. And they've got a deep bench. Yeah. So I have, them, I have them actually at 49 wins, mm. so down from 53 last year because they're going to have to figure this out. Yeah. Um, and I think until at least January, they're going to have no idea what's going on. And if you're playing Houston between now and January, you're going to want to play Houston. Yeah, I think so. And it's the same time. way they started slow last year. Yep, I agree. I think they were 11-14 at one point. Mm. My breakout star very quickly, Daniel House Jr. Um, he's been the breakout for years. He's the only young guy that I've kind of listed on that rotation. They've got a lot of vets in that team. Mm. He just signed a three-year, $11.5 million deal in this offseason. The reason they're high on him, he shot 41% from three last year. 
decent uh, in in defense as well. I wouldn't be surprised this year. Like last year was his proper breakout year. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see him build on those numbers this year. Up. I think that also Austin Rivers was a very underrated signing. I think he was fantastic in the playoffs on D, on hustle, and even shooting. I think he's he's going to be their backup point guard, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think he's fantastic. I really think it was a good good get for them. He worked in the, for them. He didn't work for the Wizards. Yeah, obviously not. No one works for the Wizards. No one works for the Wizards, and we'll get there a bit later. I'm heading now to Atlanta, and I'll be quick with this one because uh, we have spoken about Atlanta a lot. Um, they're starting five, so they had a couple of changes in the offseason. Obviously, they had a lot of draft picks. Uh, they got Cam Reddish, which was a good pickup. Uh, they got DeAndre Hunter, who probably isn't even going to start. Wow, um, interesting. Well, it depends what they want to do. If they want player development, which is really the way I think they should go... I mean, go, I'm, looking, I'm looking at your chart. If, if Alan Crabb starts for that team... No, this is the depth chart. Calm down. Yeah. This I'd is be, just the depth chart. I'd be, I'd be upset. No, no. So the, their starting five is Trey Young, Kevin Huerta, should. It should, be, it should be DeAndre Hunter, but they'll probably start Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker starts for this team. They're doing something wrong. Exactly. But I still think he starts at least at the beginning of the season. And then it will be John Collins and probably Alex Len. Yep. So I think they start a really young team. They, their aim this season should be development, player development. It's why you brought in their, their coach, uh, Lloyd Pierce, who is purely a development type of coach. Um, I really think they will be a fun team. They will miss out on playoffs, but they will be hella fun to watch. Trey Young will develop. I think he'll make the next step. The second half of the season to go by last year, he was phenomenal. Mm. John Collins has probably reached his ceiling, but is still a 20 and 10 player. Mm. Kevin Puerta, I think, will take the next step. DeAndre Hunter, and if they can develop Cam Reddish as well, I think could be two really good players. Yeah. Um, and Jabari Parker, maybe if he decides to play defense, which he won't, but if he does, could be good. But again, offensively, he's great. And I think for the amount they're paying him, it's not a bad... Yeah, it's not a bad. I think deal. he's coming off the bench. Like, I couldn't imagine him starting. I just um, don't know because they, they, they want offense. Like they, Trey Young directs it, and then they want off it, offense behind that. The issue with the Hawks as well, they've got no point guard besides Trey Young. They've got Evan Turner yeah, technically, that, but that's their backup point guard. Yuck! Yuck! That's their point guard. Point guard. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Um, it's a role. It's a, it's to be honest, that's his role. Yeah. So look, they predicted wins. I reckon they hit probably about 32 wins. That's a lot though. That is a lot of wins, but still not enough for them to make the playoffs. No, they won't. Um, I think it's actually better for them not to. I think it's better for them to stay in the lottery and just develop those players. If you're starting five by the end of the year is all under 26 years old, you're doing something right. I think I think it, the way that that starting five is going to work, DeAndre Hunter is definitely going to start by the end of the year. Yeah. Cam Reddish will get decent minutes. They've invested enough in those picks that these guys are going to see minutes and yeah. it's going to be sink or swim. But this is a team to watch out for in a year or two. I agree. Uh, Trey Young is obviously their best player. I think he could be an all-star, mm. realistically, in the East, which is quite thin at the moment. I really think he was 19-8 and eight in his rookie season. He'll probably improve on that. Uh, he's now got better players around them, I would say, as well. And shooters, which yeah. helps. Um, their golden nugget, it could actually be Jabari Parker. I think if Jabari Parker plays defense, he's a really good offensive player. I think he could be the type of player who could make a leap. You're much more bullish than him than I am. But I think I'm still... So, I, I think I'm on 
the island for Jabari Parker. Yes. I don't think many people think he's going to no. be a good player. No, Realistically, no, no. Cam Reddish could be a breakout player. He good. is so underrated at the moment after what happened in Duke, being the yeah. third star. Um, of course, he was the 10th pick in the draft. Like He dropped quite a few places. I think he could be the type of player that you look at and know, and be, you know what? He's a good bench player. Off the bench, he's you know 10 and 5. Yep. And I think that would be really good for him. Yep. Um, I think he could be, he could be good. I like what they're doing in Atlanta. I do as well. Um, we'll see how it goes. But we'll see how it goes. Unfortunately, they're going to be a lottery team as well. That's okay. Um, I'm talking about another non-lottery team yeah. in the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. You've chosen all good teams. I have. I've chosen all league pass teams. I, exactly. That's, I thought that we'd kind of split it that way. And yeah. I, I don't really well, talk too much about the East. I've got... Look, if we have time to speak about Denver, I'll speak about Denver. But the Lakers are definitely a playoff team as well. Oh, exactly. Uh, and I will definitely and a be pass. speaking and a about pass them. Team. Yeah, of course. Um, Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to go fairly quickly. Yeah. Through. Um, I think major outs. Um, yeah. So as I was saying, the outs. The outs. Um, Damari Carroll going to the Spurs, who yeah. I think is quite a big out for them. Ed Davis. Jared Dudley, your favourite player. Ed Davis is definitely the biggest out. I love Ed Davis. You like, but you love D- Jared Dudley as well. Laker. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I'm glaring. For those at home, I'm glaring at Will because I hate Jared Dudley. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, D'Angelo Russell, Alan Crabb. Where did Rondé Ho- Hollis-Jefferson go? He went to Toronto. Oh, yeah, he did. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Inns, obviously the big ones. Kevin Durant. Is he playing this season? Absolutely The answer not. is no. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, Wilson Chandler, Garrett Temple, David Nwaba, Henry Ellenson, Torian Prince, who was traded, and Theo Pinson re-signed. I like Torian Prince. I think he's a good player, and I think he was good in Atlanta as well. A couple of seasons ago, he was like a 19-7 and player. And this is what I'm saying. So my likely team for this year, Irving, mm. Joe Harris, Prince, Levert, and Allen. Yeah. Bench, Dinwiddie, Garrett Temple, Nawaba, Chandler, and DeAndre Jordan. Obviously, would not have seen They're, they're a deep team. You know what's weird? Is like, I feel like with Houston and with Brooklyn, they've got real deep teams. Yeah. And then you look at the lottery teams and they just don't. Yeah. No, I like, their, I like their bench as well. And again, this is without Durant. And they've got some decent rookies in here. And I'm going to talk about one of them because there's like very few rookies what I've just mentioned. But Can I um, just say quickly? Yeah, yeah. I think Karis LeVert, I think it's a blessing for him that Durant has injured this season. Obviously, he was injured last year for the majority of the season. This allows him to have a full season to show that he should be in the starting lineup. I, I think it's the biggest blessing. I agree. Big, the, even bigger than that, Torian Prince. He wouldn't start. No, no, no way. So you'd, you'd have, but he goes you'd straight have, to the bench, whereas Karis LeVert can make a really good case for starting. Karis LeVert on that team, is the se- on that starting lineup, is the second best player in that starting lineup. He would be the third yeah. choice if you had Durant. Yeah, that's So true. That's, that's the way I see that. And I've put Dinwiddie on the bench because he needs to run that bench. Yeah. Like Joe he Harris He could be starts. six man of the year. He could be. But I also think you need Joe Harris to spread the floor, yeah. get some three-point shooting. I agree. My play to watch... I think everyone's going to say this, is Kyrie Irving. Obviously. Because for me, it's not about the stats. Last year, his statistics were great. 24 points a game, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, shot 40% from 3. All of that looks great. But it does. his reputation is in the toilet. I don't know if you saw him in the Milwaukee Bucks series where he decided to check out just completely mm. and destroyed any chance they had of winning That any team games. was done, though. That team by that it was series done. was done. It was done, but I think that was the perfect example of him just destroying... Everything. A team culture. Yeah, I agree. And and that's the Boston Celtics. That was meant to have one of the strongest cultures in the league. Yeah. And what they had done the previous year, no one predicted the way that would go. 
But do you reckon that it's better? I mean, this season this season might be trash, but when Kevin Durant comes back, it's Kevin Durant's team. It's not Kyrie's team. I agree, but this year is a year that he can rebuild his reputation because yeah. this is his team this year. Mm-hmm. This year it's the Kyrie team. And to see how they go, they have to at least make playoffs. And to be honest with you, I think they have to at least win one round in, those, in this playoffs. Yeah, they have to make second round. They have to make second round. Otherwise Everyone's it's to a say bust. to Kyrie... You've actually done well with this team, like and they've got a they've team. got a good enough team that they they could, they could. <laughs> they were a first round team last year without yeah. Kyrie. You've now added Kyrie, who arguably is better than D'Angelo Russell. I'd say he's better than D'Angelo Russell. Plus, you've got some players here who are now better for being a year older. Plus, you're deeper now. If this team doesn't make second round, I think it's a bust. But what I'm saying on this as well, Kyrie needs to step up his leadership and show yeah. that he's not a cancer in the locker room. Yeah, because otherwise you don't have a leader on that team. Because Kevin Durant's Kyrie. also not a leader. They have a great culture. The thing that they attracted do. Durant and Irving was the culture that team has built. But also just not being with James Dolan. Well, that helps as well. That helps a lot. Um, breakout star, I mean, I don't want to say Torian Prince because he's 25 and I don't think he's a breakout star. I'm going to go with Rodion's Kuruks. Who is that? He is Latvian. He was a rookie last year who played 63 games. He averaged nine points and four rebounds. I didn't even have him in the rotation, but I think he could probably be in that rotation and get game time with Garrett Temple and David Nwaba. Because realistically, you're not playing David Nwaba and Garrett Temple to help develop them. Like, they're done. So Kuroks could play, and I'm not... I'm assuming a little jump up in those numbers, but he's someone to watch for if he does. Still, play. twelve and six is not bad. Not bad at all for someone with limited minutes. Did he play in Brooklyn last year? Yeah, sixty-three games. Wow, there you go. Also, if Joe Harris actually steps up his shooting, like he did last year, but did not play in the off season at all, um, he could be a great piece for them as well. He just can't defend. I think his defense wasn't bad in FIBA. Oh, it wasn't terrible. Oh. It wasn't the worst. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't Jabari Parker. Oh well, I mean that's. I mean that's that's next. That's you're next, kind of setting the bar quite low. That's there, next Harry. level tragedy. Um, um, but okay, let's move on. We're not going to have time to speak about Denver. Um, but I think we'll talk about Denver throughout the year, and that's fine because look out for Michael Porter Jr. If he's healthy, he'll be a player to watch. But let's speak about LA, um, and then we'll do a fun segment to finish off. Well, we've got the two LA teams. We've left. got two LA teams. So the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers. I'll start off with my team, the Lakers, with their two stars, LeBum and LeBrow. Look, for the first time ever, LeBron James was not rated number one on ESPN's top 100 NBA rank. Who cares? Who cares? Because at the end of the day, last season, in 55 games, 27.4 points per game, 8.5 and 8.3. My goodness. What more do you want? What more do you want? At some point, he has to start declining. (laughs) I think the issue with the Lakers, which is the issue that everyone said is, how do they space the floor? Mm. How do you space the floor? Realistically, I think their starting five is... Danny Green, who can space the floor. Rondo, who cannot space the floor. Oh, God. LeBron James, who can not space the floor. Anthony Davis, who can not space the floor. And JaVale McGee, who can... Definitely not. Not space the floor. Or you, or you put in Dwight Howard, who can also not space the floor. And then, look, the bench is definitely better. Kuzma can space the floor. KCP should be able to space the floor. Contavious Cudwell, Pope, for those playing at home, but won't. Avery Bradley should be able to. Jared Dudley should be able to. But realistically, this team in late-game situations, if they need a three to win the game... 
they're cooked. Mm. LeBron will take a disgusting corner three turnaround like he did against, you know, the Wizards many moons oh, ago. That was amazing. And that was insane. And look, maybe he'll do that again. Lakers are going to struggle with that. But it doesn't matter. Because the other player you have... So I couldn't, I couldn't choose the star and who to watch, obviously. Because LeBron James and Anthony Davis are equal stars. Yep. Easily. When healthy... So I'm not talking about last year when he had limited minutes... Anthony Davis was 28 points a game, 11.1 rebounds, two and a half assists, and his assists were 3.9 last year. So he's improving yep. with that. And 2.6 blocks per game. He has already said on media day, he wants to be defensive player of the year. That's big. He will be in that conversation. I think by far, they are an exciting team to watch. Mm. But they're not the best dynamic duo. That goes to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. But they are... Easily the second best, I would say, mm. in the entire league. LeBron James, if healthy the entire season. Anthony Davis, if healthy the entire season. And continuing to shoot threes. Even if it's only two, two to four a game. If LeBron only shoots, you know, three to six a game. This team is going to be deadly. Yeah, It will be deadly. Danny Green has to continue shooting the way he does and play defense. The issue they have is, is their defense. Um... Because LeBron's fallen off a cliff. On that. He has. So if you have if you have Danny Green and Anthony Davis playing defense, great. JaVel McGee's not playing defense. Rondo is not playing defense. LeBron's Rondo, not... Rondo for me, I can't believe you even said he's going to start. He's. Gone. I mean, who starts? Quinn Cook, Alex Caruso, or you just don't have a point guard? You have LeBron as point guard? I'd start LeBron as point guard. You don't have LeBron as point guard. It just, no. And start Bradley or... Kuzma? Kuzma. Kuzma's out indefinitely at the moment as well. KCP should not be starting. Shut up. Just don't don't try to troll me with this. He's not starting. I think they've got a deep team. I actually don't know who doesn't get minutes. I think Alex Caruso, who is a cult hero, won't get minutes. Mm. Um, But I think realistically their bench should be... Kuzma should be sixth man. Essentially, the deal for Kuzma this year should be sixth man of the year. That's what he should be aiming for. Um, And then Howard... So my, my, my player to, to watch that could be the biggest star is Dwight Howard. Last year, when he was not healthy, he was 12 and 10, fine. He played nine games for the Wizard, who cares? When he was healthy with Charlotte, played the whole season pretty much. He was 16.6 points per game, 12.5 rebounds and 1.6 blocks. He's a traditional center who can defend in the paint, right? He, if healthy, should get the starting job off JaVale McGee. And the best part for him is that he's got to prove the entire season that he's good enough to get that starting role. Mm. Will it happen? I don't know. It's unlikely. He's had so many issues, but now is the perfect time. They lost Boogie Cousins, who really should have been their starting center, I think realistically, Mm. over JaVale McGee. Dwight Howard has a perfect opportunity. Kyle Kuzma also has a lot to prove. Avery Bradley, you might want to play him in late game situations over Rajon Rondo for the defense. Because if you have him and Danny Green, yes. at least you've got two defenders. Yes, that's correct. And I think I think Avery did well for Memphis. Yeah, I agree. Good. I think the issue a lot of teams are going to have is how do you guard LeBron and Anthony Davis? With Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard can't defend Anthony Davis. No. Zubac can. <laughs> and I think that's the issue. So, yeah. like, a real big issue, I think with Clippers versus Lakers, Paul George would probably get marked by Avery Bradley, realistically. And then you'd have Danny Green on Kawhi Leonard. Or LeBron on Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, you can't have LeBron, LeBron on Kawhi no, Leonard. LeBron will go Kawhi Leonard. But that's disgusting. LeBron doesn't pe- play defense. And then Kawhi's going to go 30 and 28. LeBron will match up against Kawhi. Yeah, I'm saying. So maybe in the playoffs when they finally make the playoffs after a drought since 2012, 2013 season, which they definitely will. And look, also it's weird because they've got Frank Vogel, who's not an offensive player, he's a defensive player, which is what this team needs. Yeah. And you've got Jason Kidd, who wants ball movement and whatever. 
I think this team, they go from 37 wins, probably the biggest jump in the entire league, to probably 52, 53 wins. Which should get them in fourth or fifth spot. I think realistically, they want the bracket not against the Clippers. If the Lakers can get a bracket not against the Clippers... They'll be happy. Then it'll be Lakers, Clippers in the final. Everyone will be very happy. LA will go crazy. But I think... I think it'll be an interesting team. I think they don't try until February. I think they cruise until like they they seventh and eighth seed. They need to make sure LeBron gets through the year. Yeah, they can't. And the, the good thing they, that Davis is there because Davis will need to step up when LeBron sits out. I agree, and he's also young. I think at the end of the day, if the Lakers finish seventh or sixth, that's fine as long as the Clippers finish first. Mm-hmm. Like I actually don't think it matters to them if they play the second or third seed. I think the only team they can't beat is the Clippers, without a doubt. So as long as they manage it that they even if they end up 8th seed and they play Denver first round and Clippers a second seed if they manage it so they don't have to play the Clippers until the Western Conference Finals yeah it's done I agree um, but I'm very excited this is your league pass team get on it they're going to have I think they've got the most games televised on the ESPN so hey SBS as well you can start watching the uh, NBA on SBS which That's is true. very exciting now let's go to the other side of Staples Center. I just want to finish on this team because yes. this, I think both of our minds is probably the NBA championship favourites. They should be. Well, um, if everyone's healthy. If everyone's healthy, obviously. If everyone's healthy. Um, key outs, Wilson Chandler, Gildress Alexander, Gallinari. Gildress Alexander is an actual out. Gallinari, who cares? You replace him with Paul George. It's fine. Garrett Temple, and that's probably it on that list. Key ins, obviously, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George being top three MVP candidate last year. Kawhi Leonard, NBA champion. Everyone knows Kawhi Leonard. Mo Harkless, I think, is a great in for them. Yep. And they got a first-round pick for him, which was crazy. Um, Patrick Patterson coming in, who had he's been terrible for OKC. but He's probably not going to play for them. Uh, he probably won't get minutes. But Zubak resigning, Magruder resigning, Jermichael Green resigning, and Patrick Beverly resigning, all big resignings. Yeah, their, their team is just deep. It is... Literally, they could have three teams and still probably beat most teams in the NBA. Likely team. Pat Beverly. Yeah. Landry Shamet. George. Do you reckon Landry Shamet gets a start? 100%. And Zubak. Bench. Well, realistically, though, in late-game situations, you get rid of Shamet, you put in Lou Williams. You get rid of Zubak and you get rid of Shamet. But that's... But then you put in Montrez Harrell, well, this a is... six-man-of-the-year candidate, and then Lou Williams, six-man-of-the-year so candidate. So their bench, Lou Williams, Jerome yeah. Robinson, Harkless, Jermichael Green. Who's Jerome Robinson? He's there. He was their thirteenth pick last year in the NBA draft. Okay. Point guard, shooting guard. Right. Um, or Magruder, but one of those two. It doesn't really matter. And Montrez Harrell. Their eight man rotation is scary good. Form. I'd say nine man. Like Jermichael Green's a very yeah. good player as well. I just. I and that's not even just, including Patrick Patterson. Look, as long as Paul George comes back healthy in December when he comes back, and as long as they load manage Kawhi Leonard as they did last year, this team's going to be insane. Oh, they'll be so good. For me, the player to watch is Paul George, not yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's proved everything to me. Everyone knows. Uh, I don't need to worry about... It's Paul George. He was top three MVP candidate. He could have been MVP if he was healthy the whole season. I agree, and that's the thing. He needs to stay healthy. This is his best chance to get an NBA championship since... In his entire Ever. career. Ever. And it's really... I, I, I don't just, know, when he was with Roy Hibbert and Danny Granger, maybe. To be fair, they kept close. They, I don't dismiss that team. Yeah. Um, last year's shot, That's he got true, tw- 28 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and shot 39% from three. But he was playing with a player that passed him the ball a lot. Where does he get the ball from now? Pat Beverly is not. Pat Beverly's not an assist man. Sorry. He's not. I think that's the thing as well. Like, they don't have a point guard general on the floor. You have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard running ISO offense. 
I think Pat Beverly will shape his game to be much more of a facilitator this year. He has to be. Because really, if you look at that team, Shamet, George, Leonard, and even Zubak, you put him in the post, he... I really like Zubak. I thought it was a terrible, terrible trade. Terrible trade. Um, honestly, he stays healthy, and Leonard stays healthy, they're champions. But you know what? I think against the Lakers will be a tough series. Oh, I think yeah. they beat anyone in the East. I don't think there's anyone in the East that could. No. But, I mean, maybe with... Maybe Philly. Maybe. I've just seen what Kawhi Leonard's done. I know. And, and I look at what he had Yeah, but you know Raptors. what? Philly nearly beat them, and I think they're a better team this year. Yeah. But also the Raptors are a very different team to That's this team, which is just a Goliath. And Leonard didn't have someone like George. That's true. I mean... Pascal Siakam's good, but he's not that good. He's not that good. Breakout star for me, Landry Shimmer. It's got to be. Um, I mean, he's the only player that's not developed on that team. Well, exactly right. Um, but last year, he was his he was rookie year last year, 26th mm. pick. Outperformed that pick completely. He was great. He was great last year. Shot, shot forty five percent from three since after being traded to the Clippers. Shot forty percent from seven. He was with Philly before. Yes, exactly. Um, shot forty five percent from three. Eleven points per game in his rookie year. He's going to be the three and D guy. He's like a young JJ Redick. Watch out for yeah. him because he. I think better than JJ Redick though. Well, he's younger. He's but he's also just better well. game. Um, he's going to be a key cog in this starting five. Like this is what the thing. People JJ Redick can't defend. Well, this is the thing. That team, Barzubak, I think defensively, how do you stop this yeah. team? Because they are going to hold you when you've got Beverly, George, and Leonard. And even, I would even say Green's, Harkless is a great defender as well. Yeah. You can throw any of these guys in, and defensively, this team is going to be bloody They're the hard to number beat. one defensive team in the league. That's going to be By a, a mile. Team. That's going to be a, a hard mile. team to beat. Because yeah. they'll turn that on defensively. Offensively, they'll get by. But it's just a matter of how, how hard they try. They could end up third seed or fourth seed it won't if they matter. don't try. It won't matter. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference because at the end of the day, it's all about playoffs, as you saw. Wins, I could see them being first. I could see them being fourth. Like, it's a very hard thing to pick. They'll get more wins than last year, but they won't care. Because all it's going to be, as similar to the Raptors, didn't matter where they finished. They were going to always turn it on the turn playoffs. On the playoffs. I completely agree. Um, to finish off... Just really quickly, I thought we'd do a fun thing. Oh, fun thing. Fun thing. Who do we think is going to be the worst team in the league? And there's two options here. It's got to be Charlotte or it's got to be Washington Wizards. I'm not saying Suns. No, because the Suns, I like Ricky Rubio. Also, they have Aaron Baines, so we can't shit on them. That's true. Um, so, Charlotte, realistically, they're starting five. Rozier, Terry Rozier, who, of course, they brought in for an obscene amount of money. Three years, five. Cody Zeller will probably start over Bismack Biombo. Uh, Mikel Bridges, because he's like... Young. Uh, Nicholas Batum, who of course had a great FIBA World Cup series, but it's just absolute trash in the NBA. And Dwayne Bacon, realistically. Um, otherwise, you have Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, Marvin Williams, PJ Washington. Who scores for this team? No, no, no. Who scores? I, I thought about the Wizards. The Wizards have got some young players that can at least excite me. Yeah. Do you want to go through the Wizards starting five yeah, before so I make the, a decision? The Wizards starting five, I. Re- like, ideally, Bradley Beal, unless he gets traded, which he will, before the end of the season. And once he goes there, by far the worst team in the league. But yeah, but uh, Bradley Beal, Thomas Bryant, who actually isn't that bad. Thomas Bryant's a good player. And the rest of the team, I just don't know. I guess Ish Smith would probably start, because uh, Isaiah Thomas is injured. Um, uh, Justin Anderson might. David Bertans might. Like, I don't even know who starts on this team. Uh, Troy Brown, who's their sophomore, might. He's injured. Um, Hachimore. Yeah, he could start. He should start. Uh, yeah. Of course, the Japanese pick, who was fantastic in the World Cup. Can I say this? I think... And also Mo Wagner as your backup. I like Mo Wagner. I like Mo Wagner. I think Hornets will be worse. 
and it's going to be close. And the only reason I say that is because they have Bradley Beal. If but there was no Beal... They trade Bradley Beal deadline. Not easily. if Bradley Beal resigns. He, why would he resign with this team? Well, they were talking about him resigning. Yeah, but he, okay, so it's going to be a Devin Booker situation. Here is all the money. Here is our entire future. But John Wall, John Wall's there. John Wall, ah, oh, he's trash. And also, he's not coming back this season. And also, even when he does come back, he'll be, what, 30? Look, and very injured. I think that Washington Wizards are worse. Look, I, I'm going to agree to disagree. Yeah. Because I think Hornets are going to be completely trash. Yeah, because they have no one that can score. I think Wizards... I think Wizards has potential. I'm not going to say they're going to be good. I'm still thinking they're bad, yeah. but I think they're going to be slightly better than the Hornets. If you want a good fantasy pick, Bradley Beal should go number one. He'll be 40 and 10 every game. I, I, if he gets injured, they're done. Yeah, they're, 100%. They're, they're, they're worst. But I'm saying, if we just stay healthy the whole time... If they're healthy the whole time, yeah, they're a better you team. You always choose the, the, the team with the best player, and yeah. I'm saying Wizards would be better than What Hornets. do you mean? Terry Rozier. He's the best player. He might be on more money, but he's still terrible. Absolute trash. Guys, thanks for joining us. Make sure to send us any questions you have about the NBA. NBA will be starting after we come back for our next episode. So it should be very exciting. We can speak about actual games. For the love of God, finally. And we will talk about teams that we missed out on today. This was just a a, a preview. Mate, who cares? The season started. Now we can speak about actual things. Yeah, but we'll talk about teams and actual things. I want to know when Carl Lowry's going to be traded. That's what I want to know. Maybe. When will Mario Hazonio finally get the start that he always deserved? When will Bobby Porters get re-signed? Point forward. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on Calling Bank. Make sure to tune in next time. Thanks, guys. Did you call Bank?